Welcome to another episode of When the Bell Tolls with Big Cuz. Tonight we'll be discussing failed gimmick matches. And this isn't just WWE. We have TNA, WCW, ECW. I mean, just in general matches and... Oh boy, do they scan the globe. So, tonight's episode, I hope you thoroughly enjoy. It'll be coming up after a word from my sponsor. So welcome to When the Bell Tolls with Big Cuz. Tonight we'll be discussing some failed gimmick matches. I've posed the question this week on social media and got a huge response. So there's a lot more failed gimmick matches out there than I ever realized. I mean, I knew some of them, but some of them were kind of just eh. So this was supposed to be a section of our Fan Friday this week, and I got such a uh, input on... Both asked both questions that I post, so I decided to split it up. So we've got a Thank the Fans Thursday. Let's go that way. So I want to thank you all for your input. So then we're going to start off with one pitched by Yawn Man, who is a regular on the podcast. He said one of his failed gimmick matches was World War III from WCW. It is a three-ring, 60-man battle royal. And the rules are when ten men remain in ring one or three... They are moved to ring two, and the match continued until there is one final pers- participant in the ring. If you have never watched one of these, I urge you to go to the WWE Network and go to WCW and search these matches up. It is some of the it was one of the most difficult matches to pay attention to, and I could not imagine trying to do the trying to watch this in person. It's tough enough trying to watch it. On the network. But, I mean, they had four winners. Were Macho Man, who won the original one, which was for the WCW Championship. They had the Giant, Scott Hall, and Nash. What a shock. Nash and Hall won two of them. So, next up on Brian's list. A scaffold match. Which has never taken place in WWE. At least, not that they take credit for. So, essentially, it is scaffolding that is set up. You can have, it's one-on-one or tag teams. Ones I've watched have been tag teams. And essentially you try to push your opponent off of the scaffold to where he or she, or to where he hits the mat. Or you retrieve your flag from the other side and bring it back to your side. That's how you win. Sounds absolutely ridiculous. And it is. And this is why there's there's been some, but not a whole lot of matches. Another reason why it's some of the one of the failed gimmick matches. Next up, or the next four, are ones that that I kind of post. So I put the first one was Judy Bagwell on a forklift match. Which was between Canyon and Buff Bagwell. Buff Bagwell's mother was Judy. And Canyon had become infatuated with her and kidnapped her. And he brought her to the ring driving a forklift and she was standing on a pallet on the forklift. Yeah. This is how Buff got his mother back. He won the match and retrieved her off of the forklift. Just let that sink in. And like I said, if you've never watched it, go to the network and check it out. It's not exciting. Next up is a coal miner match. I couldn't find too much information, but I remember seeing it. So it was four coal boxes on poles on either in each pole of the ring. 
Each had a different thing in it, and you fought to... One had a championship in it, one had a picture, one had, I think, a, had nothing in it, and one had a coal miner's glove. But it ended when Booker T went to grab a box off the pole, and the championship belt fell out the bottom of the box. He had to get out of the ring, pick the belt up off the floor. That is a failed gimmick match, y'all. Next one I have, and I wouldn't say it's a failed gimmick match. It is a failed structure match. TNA had a Red Steel Asylum cage match. Once again, if you don't know what it is, go find it on YouTube or look up pictures because if you watch this live, you could not see inside the ring. It was one of the worst things trying to look into. Imagine the Fiend's red smoke all over a cage. Sort of like Hell in a Cell this year. Couldn't really see inside of it. Welcome to TNA. Next up was the Good Housekeeping match by WWE. China versus Jeff Jarrett. This match doesn't get a whole lot of hype, but it's infamously known as the match where Jeff Jarrett held Vince McMahon up. Double J's contract had ended, and he would threaten to take the belt with him, the IC belt with him to WCW. He told Vince in order to perform that night, he needed between three hundred and five hundred thousand dollars. Vince happily obliged. Shock, right? But only if he would drop the belt cleanly to China. Cleanly is a whole other word. Because he had won the belt by hitting China with it. And they determined that the belt was not a household item. So the match was restarted. China hit him with his guitar. One, two, three. China was your IC champion. Yeah. Once again, go watch this match. It's very, very interesting. Another one posed by Yawn Man is the King of the Road match, which was a match between Blacktop Bully and Dustin Rhodes. You know, the natural Dustin Rhodes. Fought on the back of a moving semi-truck down some country roads. In order to win, you had to fight your way from the back of the truck to the front of the truck and sound a horn off to win. This had a trail car, a camera inside there, it had a helicopter, and was filmed days before the action pay-per-view. And the ones that filmed it and were there said the match was really, really good. The 13-minute match we got on the pay-per-view, though, was kind of bleh. But Blacktop Bully ended up winning when he sounded the horn off when he reached the front of the truck. The next one, and I had to look more and more of this up because I thought he was absolutely lying to me, was one posed by Little Cuz. It is the Reverse Battle Royal from TNA, otherwise known as the Fight for the Right Tournament. Yeah, TNA had some winners, y'all. So, the rules were, 18 participants started outside of the ring, and you have to fight to try to get into the ring. They had to fight to get in the ring. When 7 wrestlers entered the ring, the other 11 on the outside were then eliminated from the match. They were done for. Then it becomes a traditional Battle Royal match. Until there are two men remaining. And then it becomes a singles match. And the winner of that singles match, it automatically advanced to the final, stage three. And I know what you're thinking. I'm lying. No, go look it up. This happened on two different occasions, y'all. So stage two of this Fight for the Right tournament 
was a was the sixth remaining man who had lost the traditional battle royal in a single elimination tournament, three single matches, and the final match was a triple threat match. And the winner of that went on to fight the winner of stage one. So winner of stage one and stage two fought in stage three. The first winner of this fight for the right tournament was Abyss, who had help from Chris Sabin eliminating AJ Styles to win the match. He earned a title shot at Genesis. I tell you what, reading this information and having to look it up, I was more confused about the concept of the match. TNA, I love your stuff. Good luck with this one. It just, I can't see this happening anywhere else. Unless it's like AEW. Well, no, probably WWE. Vince probably would love this idea. Next up was posed by a new a new fan. He's probably a longtime listener of the podcast. Patrick Bagwell. A friend of mine in Ruatan. He, his failed gimmick match was the ref vs. ref match at the Invasion pay-per-view. Which gets a bad rub. People talk about how bad a pay-per-view it was. I thoroughly love the pay-per-view. But this was Earl Hebner, the head referee for WWE. And Nick Patrick, the head referee in WCW. One-on-one match. The match lasted less than three minutes, y'all. The special guest referee was Mick Foley. And Earl Hebner won this match. So yes, there was a ref versus ref match. At the biggest pay-per-view for both companies where they fought against each other. Neither ref actually refed a match on the card that night. Let that sink in. So thank you, Patrick, for that one. Next up is uh, another match posed by a faithful listener to the podcast, Steven. His was the actual gimmick battle royal at WrestleMania 17. I mean, that's the name of it. It's called the Gimmick Battle Royal. I loved it because I liked the nostalgic fact of watching guys fight that I didn't grow up with. But we had stuff like the Goon, Jim Cornette, Kamala. We had the Bushwhackers, uh, Michael P.S. Hayes, Iron Sheik, Hillbilly Jim, uh, Sergeant Slaughter. So we had all of these guys, Nikolai Volkov, all of these old older guys in this match and I remember getting down I, th- I want to say Hibbley Jim was the last one eliminated Iron Sheik threw Hibbley Jim out and he began to wave his flag in the ring and Sergeant Slaughter stood proud and put him in the Cobra Clutch so Sergeant Slaughter stood tall at the end even though the Iron Sheik won the gimmick battle royal there's not been another one of these since then by the way so it's been almost 20 years since this match. Doesn't seem possible. Next one is a, a new listener. Is Jonathan Lafollette, another friend of mine in Ruotan. His gimmick match, the worst one, was all of them that are anything on a pole match. We have stuff like coal miner pictures on a pole. We have had Viagra on a pole. Coal miner's glove on a pole. They're all ridiculous. And I completely agree. Luckily, there hasn't been a hasn't been one in many years, and I think they may have just disappeared from the uh, writers' table, which is a godsend to professional wrestling. So the last one I have, I say last one, one of the last ones I have, comes from Matty Ice, who is a regular on the podcast. His was the dog poo match. I honestly had no clue what he was talking about. 
I had to look up and research this. This is a match between The Rock and the British Bulldog. Two of the biggest stars fighting in a dog poo match. And I will I'll give credit for WattCulture.com for this one. And the words were, no wonder The Rock wanted to go Hollywood. First ass-kissing matches, now matches of dog poop. Yes, this is a real match that actually took place. In 99, the late great British Bulldog came back to WWE and had a small feud with The Rock, culminating with The Rock challenging him to a dog poo match. The objective of this match was to slam your opponent onto a tray of dog poop, and sadly for the loser, there wasn't anything fake or artificial about it. To top it all off, there are people in the backstage who actually planned for this to happen. Someone must have written it down on a piece of paper. Bulldog lands on a pile of poop. Oh, to be a fly on the writer's wall, and the particular nugget was dreamed up. At the end of the match, wrestler got to see what Davy Boy Smith got to see was Davy Boy Smith lying in fecal matter after taking a rock bottom in front of thousands of attendants and millions watching around the world. It might not have put, be put on a highlight reel, but almost everyone who saw the moment most likely will not forget it. One can hoping that both of them got a nice raise in their paycheck in order to do this. So there was literally a dog poop match. In WWE, Vince McMahon never ceases to amaze me. So I want to thank these gentlemen that have shared uh, information today. So Patrick, Steven, Jonathan, Matty Eyes, Joe, Brian. I want to thank, I'm going to leave one more. And one of these that I know I'm going to get a lot of flack from guys for. And I'm okay with that. It is lingerie matches, brawn panty matches. There's no need for them anymore. In the Divas era, the Attitude era, sure, they were a big thing. There's no need for them now. They were, they're not athletic contest. I couldn't see Charlotte Flair and Becky Lynch doing this. I couldn't see, see Bailey and Shayna Baszler in these matches. No, but then it was, we had Stacey Keebler, Tori Wilson, Trish Stratus, Lita, these matches. So I'm glad they have stopped and we have gone on from this. So I want to thank all of the people that put in input for these matches. And they are just but a small, small bit of the worst gimmick matches of all time. So I want to thank you for listening to When the Bell Tolls a Big Cuz. Tonight was our Thank You Fans Friday, or Thursday section. We talked about failed gimmick matches across companies like TNA, WWE, WCW. And we could continue into New Japan and ECW and all of those. And we probably will at a later later time on the podcast. But I want to thank you all for tuning in. And I hope you thoroughly enjoy.